the sisterhood of the bottomless mimosa. Hi guys, welcome back to the sisterhood, our official bonus episode. Welcome to our bonus episode on the Cancer New Moon, July 2018. Woo! Woo! So this is our first ever bonus episode. We're hoping to do these at least once a month because we got quite a bit of feedback about people really liking the astrology stuff. And so we thought it might be cool to do episodes on the new moons. And maybe if we feel saucy enough, we can do full moon episodes too. Um, but we're going to start with this new moon in Cancer. And this new moon takes place tomorrow, which is Thursday, July 12th. And for those that don't know what a new moon is, it's pretty much the point in time where the moon is shifting phases and it lines up perfectly with the sun and it becomes completely invisible to the eyes of earthlings so scientific i don't even understand so scientific i'll make sure to do a visual diagram later (laughs) it's and in general more esoterically it's a good time to set intentions and create some new clear energy and space for shit you're trying to get done do we want to do an alcohol review real quick yeah we can do an alcohol review Okay. I mean, Since it's going to be like like a super non-bougie alcohol review. Perfect. You go. Go for it. So I am drinking this leftover bottle of Pinot Grigio that's in my refrigerator, and I don't actually like it at all, but it's leftover, and nobody lets alcohol go to waste. Mm-mm. So it's like, it, first of all, it looks like it should be Chardonnay. It's like that like yeah. strong of a colored yellow Looks like pp yeah yeah it's already problem number one and then it tastes like extremely potent oh i just <laughs> spilt half that down my face she just for listeners at home melissa just took a swag of that and she looks so miserable while she did it it's really not enjoyable <laughs> yeah it's almost it almost takes like a spiked apple juice Mm-mm. So I don't I don't suggest anybody ever purchasing this. I got it at Ralph's and it was literally on the bottom level shelf and there's like nine shelves. <laughs> was so, it like three dollars? <laughs> yeah. Just don't even look down there, okay? <laughs> Instead of being at level one, at least bump up to four. Okay. Um, what do you have? I have a uh, a marg, a double marg, a margarita from a local Mexican, quote unquote, Mexican oh, restaurant. Oh, it even has a donkey on the front. It does. And it's like a styrofoam cup, huh? It is. Shh, don't tell. Don't tell anybody back home in California. I'm drinking out of styrofoam. <laughs> uh, the restaurant is Juan's Flying Burrito, and the donkey has little wings because he's that a flying burrito. It is actually really cute. Does it have really, really fine crushed ice in it? Um, it had, I would say moderately crushed. I wouldn't say fine crushed, okay, but it's good. I'm happy my- about it. Um, and I, and I happen to know cause my mom is gross and shares details like this with me. I was conceived while she was drunk on margaritas. So margaritas have a very special place 
in my nice. life story. Yes. Yeah. So so Margaritas we're celebrating my life. Margaritas have a very special place in my life too. It's the only liquor that will turn me into a violent Hulk. That's awesome. That's my favorite kind of person. I know. I love it. I don't feel violent at all. I actually feel like really excited in a good way. Not in like a let's crush people with my thighs way. So <laughs> No unleashing Napoleon? <laughs> Not. I mean, the night is still young. So we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> Woohoo. Okay. Well, so should we, should we get into it? Yeah. Do you want, who should start? What should we, well, this is Well, there was one time. other thing. I wanted to add on to what you had mentioned previously is that um, a lot of people that follow astrology or tarot or manifestation or all of that hippie shit that we like um, typically believe that like with each new moon comes a brand new cycle. So starting July 12th, that will be like the first day of your next new moon cycle. And it's Mm -hmm. the opportunity to start fresh. And it also gives you a chance to kind of like look back on the prior month and the prior cycle and try and, you know, evaluate what didn't work for you and look at, you know, why and what might have caused that and how you'd like to move forward in a better way that can better benefit you in this next cycle and so with that comes a manifestation process where you can take time to really you know take a perspective on the past and the future and actually like play a very large role in facilitating the things that you want and achieving them by actually doing doing the mental energy work yes yes yeah. So we're going to we're going to talk about that and then in addition with every new moon comes, you know, a new uh astrological sign that it's moved into. So tomorrow it will be Cancer. So next month it will be Leo, but since it's in Cancer, that can generally sort of describe like what energies you should be expecting for this next cycle and that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. So if you are a Cancer, this would be a great time for you to pay attention to learn a little bit about your characteristics and mm-hmm. some advice on how to prepare for this extremely insane emotional roller coaster you're about to go through. <laughs> can I can I wax? Can I yeah. wax on the Cancer Moon? Do it. Okay, so um, in general, the sign of Cancer represents things like going within. So the sign of Cancer is represented by the crab, right? So this is a creature that finds solace with it, solace within its own shell. Um, there might be a tendency for y'all right now to kind of go within, to take stock in your own energy. You might not necessarily be as social or outward oriented as you generally would be. And, you know, cancers do have a reputation for being a little bit moody. So you might be feeling a little bit moody right now. That's pretty normal during cancer season. It might be super hyperactive around the new moon this week. Uh, And in particular, cancer deals with issues around family, especially issues around your mom. Um, I think it's, you know, I would say family in general, but anything from like your childhood, any kind of sentimental stuff. And some of that stuff might be coming up for you right now. And the new, a lot of like nostalgia. Yes. Yes. Like sentimentality. Um, it's actually really funny because Melissa and I were texting earlier because she's an earth sign and I'm an air sign. And we're like, yeah, cancer new moon is all about Fifi's and this isn't necessarily like our (laughs) strong suit. Um, 
But I, for one, am definitely feeling the cancer season super hardcore right now. So a lot of stuff, it's normal for things to be coming up for you around, uh, like you were saying, nostalgia, things from your past, things from your family, and maybe moving forward, thinking about how you want to handle certain situations differently or from a new paradigm, and maybe setting aside things that you've carried on from your childhood or from your family dynamics or things like that. It's an interesting time to examine that kind of stuff. Um, And then to add on a little bit, uh, another thing that I think is important to note in regards to cancers is that they are a water sign and they are ruled by the moon Mm -hmm. and the moon rules the ocean. And so as the moon, you know, shifts phases, it creates movement in the water and movement in the water creates energy, which can influence emotions. Mm -hmm. And so cancers are typically known to be like the most emotional sign in the Mm -hmm. zodiac, Mm -hmm. very easily followed by Pisces, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why you can be moody is because as the moon shifts, it creates different emotional waves that you have to sort of deal with up and down, up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, And with this solar eclipse new moon, that's going to cause a pretty heavy tidal wave. Yeah. I think it's worth noting, too, as you were talking, I was thinking about how water is the source of all life on this planet. Right? Like, we were all born from this kind of primordial sea. And so, on top of, yes, it might be a little bit tumultuous and a little bit moody, and there might be things coming up that could be a little bit complicated, but there's also a lot of opportunity for starting new things and starting new life and starting new growth. You know, I feel like cancer, especially a new moon in cancer, is very indicative of new, of the new, new. So, now is the time to get get your shit on the new new yeah so so like instead of freaking the fuck out and crawling into your shell and like never speaking to anybody that you love ever again do the opposite and recognize that emotional roller coaster and be like yo this is me being a baby back bitch pull it the fuck together and let's not do what we always do let's do the new new and man the fuck up yeah and like i would say in the kindest way i could say it I was <laughs> Melissa's like stop with your goddamn feelings. Uh, same. Um, all that to say though, I also think I mean it's I do think cancer season and a cancer new moon might be a good time to go within, but don't stay there. Go within to get your shit together and figure out what your new new is, but don't wallow there. You know, I don't think necessarily like I think it's natural to want to hide during cancer season and I wouldn't necessarily say you need to fight that, but harness it to your strength, harness it to your advantage, reflect, go within, and then figure out what you need to do and move forward. Because as Melissa mentioned earlier, the next new moon is going to be in Leo, which is a very fiery, very outward oriented sign. So a nice way to think about any new moon is sort of the next new moon that comes after it and how what you're setting, what intentions you're setting for this new moon and kind of what you're going through in this season is going to influence what's happening next month. So if you're just kind of stuck in that moody energy you're not really setting yourself up for a really dynamic powerful leo new moon so think about that as you're thinking about the cancer new moon is sort of how can i use this emotional maybe really heavy energy to set myself up for really badass leo new moon so 
That's yeah. a good way to think about it, too. Should we talk about stuff people can... Do we want to talk more about this particular new moon, or do we want to start talking about things people can do, like rituals people can do? Yeah, let's let's dive into that. Okay. Um, so, in general, new moons are a good time to sit down and set new intentions. So, I, I personally, what I like to do is sit down, meditate. Everybody has their own thing. You can smoke some smoke. You can drink some drink. Drink your tea, drink your coffee, whatever you need to do. And really think about the intentions you want to set. I would say... For me personally, I tend not to necessarily set like long-term intentions for new moons. I think about the month. So I think about between this new moon and the next new moon. Um, certainly you can do longer-term stuff, but maybe maybe you do a little bit of both. Kind of things you want to see manifested in the next month. Um, and again, with this particular new moon, if there's a lot of emotional stuff going on or stuff related to family or relationships, that might be a good theme for your intentions. Do you have stuff to add? Um, no, not really. Um, no, just about like ways that you can go about doing it. Like I typically like to write things down on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and then kind of like read them and evaluate them and think about them. And then I usually just light up a bunch of incense and sage and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, pull out that witch spirit. Do something I like to do, something I like to do for a new moon in particular is before I write down the intentions, I like to do a little gratitude journal entry because I feel like it just gets you into kind of a high vibration. So sitting down and thinking about and writing out the things that you're really grateful for in the moment, because I feel like it just puts you in a good headspace for manifestation. That's just my own personal zhuzh. And then, you know, writing out what you're grateful for, reading it out loud and really trying to occupy that feeling of being grateful for it. And then taking gratitude is such a powerful manifestation tool so kind of centering yourself in that energy and then sitting and writing down those intentions and then doing a similar thing where you really read each intention out aloud and kind of feel what it would be like for that intention to be realized i also do i mean i do other stuff too but i don't know if i should <laughs> i should share all of it here uh, you know what since we plan on doing this once a month i would say Share as we go. Yeah, pick and, I mean, pick and choose which which new moon seems appropriate to reveal which types of things you partake in. Sure, I like that. That's smart. When the Scorpio new moon comes, y'all is gonna get <laughs> book wild. It's gonna be a lot of sacred sex going down in the month of November. Just putting that shit out there. No, let me stop. So, um, okay, so one other thing I wanted to say. Mm hmm. The last symbolism of the cancer sign that I think is important to mention, especially talking about the new moon, is its associated tarot card, which is the chariot. Mm -hmm. And the chariot, or the chariot. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> chariot. It's a, like, you know, it is a chariot. It's like the, the horses drawing the, the carriage. And the idea is that you're moving forward, right? Yeah, and it's also about, I, I always think of the chariot card as being about victory through force of will, which is kind of funny because it might not necessarily, I always felt like the chariot was an interesting tarot card for cancer because cancer isn't like a super 
outward oriented sign necessarily but the thing about cancers too is you know we've been talking about the emotionality piece and kind of being soft but cancers have a really hard shell right so they're sort of like the pinnacle of what strength is and i feel like that's what the chariot is it's like maybe inside you're you're very soft and vulnerable but on the outside you really got your shit together um so just kind of using your emotional energy to have victory in the outside world you know, that's yeah. that's how I always interpret that card. Um, something else I was thinking, and you might you don't have to do this because I didn't warn you about it beforehand. If we want to share like what we personally want to focus on for this, we don't have to go um, there. Yeah, we could go there. Do you already have an idea of wh- wh- couple- what you're going to wor- work on? Yeah, I have, I would say two things in particular. Um, So for me personally, I think relationships, just in general, all kinds of relationships are sort of the emphasis of this new moon for me, whether that's romantic relationships, friendships, family, whatever, and just sort of where I, kind of where I want to come out of my shell and where I feel like I need to stay within my shell to be safe. So sort of navigating the boundaries between uh just navigating boundaries just sort of like how much of yourself you want to give to people and how much it feels safe and healthy and self-compassionate to kind of withhold from people and i mean honestly this is sort of something i've been thinking about today it's just also thinking about the the 2018 hotation for me um by hotation i mean like it how and if i want to get back in the sack with people because i feel like i mean cancers aren't a super sex sign like capricorn or scorpio are but or sag is very sexual oh yeah they're little hoe bags i love sagittarius i was hanging out with sagittarius last night and i was telling her what a bunch of secret hoe bags they all are and she was like yeah we really are (laughs) (laughs) um But that's also something I've been thinking about, too, or something that I want to set intention for is manifesting. (laughs) I don't know why I'm sharing this on a fucking podcast. Manifesting healthy and fulfilling sexual relationships with people. Um, That's just, yeah, girl, pour that motherfucking wine. Here, let me sip my sippy. I'm just doing what we do best. Oh, and if I'm about to start talking about my fucking manifestation, I need to pour one out. Yeah. Well, and I think to, to make it relevant to the cancer stuff, what I'll wrap up on is sort of how my past experiences inform both of those things. So how my past experiences in all kinds of relationships inform my friendships, my love relationships, my family relationships, etc. And then also how that informs the way that I move through the sexual and dating world, which by the way, currently is not at all. But I like the I like the notion of using cancer season as a way of getting out of that shell. I like that imagery of kind of moving out of a shell. So good. I so like she it. might she might be back in the streets. Get your shots, everybody. <laughs> Get your AP, HPV vaccines, baby. Oh god. <laughs> JK sort of, oh, maybe. Oh god. Okay, um, you go. Okay, well, kind of in a in a similar uh context as yourself, I think one of the things I really want to focus on this month because I am very recently back into the dating world and Rotation. I'm talking like a one year hiatus as far as 
a hiatus as I could make it. There's been a couple hiccups here and there over the past year, but <laughs> I like have spent zero time investing in relationships for at least a year. Um, and I, I, after I got Hindu healed, I decided I need to tiptoe back into the waters and see if it's worth hopping in full throttle. Um, and so I think now that I'm uh, in the beginning stages of dating, one thing that I really need to focus on with this new moon is not allowing my previous past negative experiences to influence my mindset moving mm. forward right mm -hmm. now because I have a tendency to do that you know as a Virgo we can be pretty pessimistic and we can be pretty cutthroat in what we're willing to tolerate and not tolerate and mm -hmm. so I can be headstrong in that way where I'm not intentionally looking for the negatives in people but it's just that I'm trying so so hard to protect myself Mm -hmm. because I've been shown time and time again that not everybody in the world is a good person. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm navigating back into the dating world and I'm actually around people that are genuinely good people, I need to not let my past neg negative experiences sabotage the good that could potentially be waiting for me in the future. And so one thing I have to focus on is living in the moment uh, trying to make decisions with my heart and not my head mm. and focus really like hard on being vulnerable while also remaining in like kind of having that protective crabby shell layer mm -hmm. somehow doing both of those at the same time I love that that was so well spoke well spoke <laughs> Melissa <laughs> fucking cheers fucking so well cheers <laughs> well and then one other thing is since you did mention that family and mothers in particular are something that has a tendency to come to light with cancer season whoo that is fucking frightening and so I think I actually I hadn't been thinking about it before but until today but I think I have to kind of make a note in that in my manifestation and try and figure out if that is something that comes to surface for me how do I want to handle it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to be honest I don't know so I think I'll have to take some time tomorrow and like really think about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that idea too of thinking about the ways in which what you feel because feelings aren't necessarily truth. They're transitory states that are given to us or that we feel in our bodies and in our minds as a result of thoughts and experiences, right? So realizing that, like feeling your emotions, but also sort of being able to step back and analyze them and where they come from and maybe where certain emotional responses are coming from a learned behavior pattern that you have, whatever that might be. And I like, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of defensiveness too, because cancer is a very defense, like the crab is a very defensive looking creature, right? That whole shell, whatever. And so sort of, I think something that might be useful for people to think about if relationships and things like that are, are an item that is coming up for you that you want to set intentions around is sort of in what ways are you maybe being more defensive than you need to be? Certainly boundaries are important. Um, and this is something that's really big for me because I can be really defensive. Um, and where maybe you don't have to... <laughs> 
don't even, you don't have to be that crap. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm thinking of, I forget what, what page it is on Instagram, but within the last couple of weeks, I wish, oh God, I'm going to have to credit it. Um, someone posted a video of like a, and I think it was real of a crab holding a knife. Like it somehow got a knife in one of its pincers and was just walking backwards, like wielding this knife, like a real life video of a crab doing this. And that was just so powerful for me and just thinking about the ways in which maybe we all do that and how, you know, feelings aren't always truth. So kind of seeing where those feelings come from and realizing where we can set them aside and maybe move forward from a new, more empowered place and not so much of a defensive place. You know what else those fucking crabs do? Hmm. They walk sideways. I love it. What does it mean? Where are you going with this? Well, I mean, I have had a couple of experiences with cancer. Well, I have, first of all, I am surrounded by cancers at work. And I'm saying that in the literal sense. I have one cancer in front of me, one cancer behind me, one cancer to the right side, and then I have uh, three really good friend cancer women. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. I can't get away from these motherfuckers. Um, (laughs) But in regards to some of my, like, uh, the cancers that I've, like, dated, which are very few because I try to avoid them, um, they have a tendency to never tackle things on headfirst. They, like, very slyly skid around left and right and, like, you know do somersaults around you to get their point across and it's like we all know we all know how i deal with like bullshit like (laughs) just fucking speak the words out of your mouth you don't need to do a goddamn somersault around me to get your point across just like speak so that's just me talking shit on cancer since we have the chance but what do you think having said that what do you think like how do you think you can use that energy in this new moon I think that's a a good way to kind of think about if things do come to surface, whether that be family things, things with your mom, nostalgic emotions, things from your past that are making you feel bad and wanting to go into hermit mode. Like if you do try to confront those, do it directly. Try something Mm -hmm. new, you know, just come right at it and handle it Mm -hmm. right at their face. And, you know, you don't always have to, try and create some master puzzle piece of getting your message through you can Mm. just you can just be direct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a scary thing to do i like that appreciate i don't know if i said that very nicely but you said it really well you're well i have a tendency to like think about cancers that piss me off and it's like almost like i'm talking to them directly but i'm obviously (laughs) not so if you're offended by anything i'm saying know that it's probably not directed at you or it's It's absolutely directed at you it's about you it's about you guys it's about you guys so you know what's funny this is like you know, maybe team too much, but I'm going to end on this for myself. Um, so Friday, Friday the 13th is my father's birthday. And he was actually born on a Friday, which is because he always would talk, kind of boast about the fact that he was born on Friday the 13th. And for those of you who don't know, and I don't know why the fuck you would know, my father passed away many, many years ago, 12, 13 years ago or something like that. But it's funny because 
Um, I won't get into the details because they're very personal, but there are particular things about my father that I've been thinking about recently and sort of how those things play out in my own personality. And I don't, I don't really know why I'm bringing this up except the fact that it is so such a Cancerian energy that A, my dad was a Cancer, and B, that I'm thinking of my family and my past and sort of how that's informing my present. Um, and I also want to bring that up to say, like, God, I loved my father more than anyone else, but he really could be a baby back bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he really just could. God, God rest. But like sometimes, honey, like it was a little too much. It's so. just, it's just the pout game. Yeah. Uh, he was but so you know pouty. It's like the other thing is that, like, guess what, cancers we can see you pouting like (laughs) you're not like you're not like hiding this from anybody and no one thinks it's cute yeah so like knock it off yeah guys i mean love you and also maybe think about becoming a different person (laughs) (laughs) well on that note guys we're just kidding. All of my closest friends are cancers. I love them. All. Should we talk about well since like since we just smash talked them, smack, whatever. Should we talk about what we like about cancers so they feel better? Yeah. I can Who's go. Who's going first? Let's just quit. I would say I mean I like how cancers are very nurturing, which I appreciate. Um and also they can be very touching in the way they express themselves that I, in a way that like sometimes catches me off guard and sort of hits me square in the chest. And because I don't necessarily like to emote as much as a water sign might, it might make me a little bit uncomfortable, but in a good way and like a good healthy way that needs to happen. And I do like that about cancer. So they kind of just bring that out in you and they make you sort of feel your feelings in a way that is necessary. And, they, and, and because they're nurturing, they, they create sort of a safe space for you to do that. And I like that. Um, one thing that I really like about cancers, um, which I feel like you'd only catch on to this if you knew a cancer very well. Like if you just had a cancer acquaintance, you might not you know, be introduced to this quality of their personality. But all of the cancers that I know, like while they have like they kind of in a way like have a subtle Gemini-ness to them where they can be extremely introverted when they're like mm-hmm. hiding in that shell, when they've like withdrawn within themselves, when they're feeling moody, when they're feeling emotional, when they're kind of just like down and out. They have those sides to them and you very well clear like or can clearly see it. They they are they mm-hmm. cannot hide that. Like it is impossible for them to hide that. But mm-hmm. then when they aren't feeling that way, they can be like the funniest person in the room, yeah. cracking all the jokes, man of the party, like on the center stage with the fucking comedy act, rapping out a whole goddamn song to Drake when you're like, "Damn Gina, where'd that come from?" Yeah. Like they have they have an ability to be like very kind of um comical and artsy and colorful and but it usually comes out of left field where you're like you're like impressed you're like holy shit like that's nuts my experience with cancers too in that way in particular is that they can be and i love this they can be really goofy and i love goofballs they can be big old goofballs i love it yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. I like that because it kind of can keep you on your toes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and all of the cancers that I am close with, my like, I have three girlfriends that are I'm close with that are all cancers, and um, it makes for a very expensive birthday month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they all bring out that fun, lighthearted, hysterical side every time we're together, and I, I absolutely love it. So high five to you guys, yeah. cancers. And I guess the last thing I'll say related, like, kind of echoing what you said is that in that way i feel like cancers are a sign that are so true to themselves they're so true they they don't they don't put on facades cancers don't fake funks you know Mm -hmm. and and on the one hand like maybe they're being moody and it can be a little bit much sometimes but on the other hand you always know what you're dealing with and there's a piece of me that really appreciates that like even if they're being moody you know they're being moody you know like you know you can see it and you know what it is and i appreciate signs that are really really true to themselves so great work cancers great work cancers and happy birthday happy motherfucking birthday Okay. But be careful because you're going to have to step aside pretty soon for Leo the Lion to walk through the Golden Gate. I can't, wait. I can't wait for the Leos. Yeah. It's going to be popping up for me, Leo month. Pussy popping. <laughs> I'm going to be on the fucking hunt. Girl, I am not because I'm celibate before the Lord, but I'm going to <laughs> live through you. And be really excited. No, it's okay. I'm focused on his sad right now. Oh my god. What if I you guys what if I what if I have sex during the Leo New Moon? What if I have sex um, tomorrow? I'm gonna go do we, it. You better let me know and then we can <laughs> I'll FaceTime you as it's happening. <laughs> we can do a uh, non celibate dance together via podcast. Ah, we can throw like a, a CJ's no longer celibate party on the podcast. It's gonna be our next bonus episode. I'll think about it. I'll think about okay. it. Okay. Think about I it. I feel like cancer season is the season I think about it. Leo season is the season the pussy gets popping. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, y'all, my moon is in Leo, so when we do next month's new moon in Leo episode, it's about to be lit as fuck. I'm going to be so stoked. Lit as fuck! Do we both love Leos? No, I I have no Leo in my chart, and I have no cancer in my chart either. You're so stoked about it, though. You look so happy as you talk about the Leo new moon. (laughs) I love Leos. Oh, Oh, okay. Leo is my favorite sign in the entire Zodiac. Yeah, they're the, you know, I don't want to, like, fluff their ego any more than they do, but, like, they are kind of the best. I do love Leo. I do love Leo. Anyway, Uh, this is not about them. All right. We'll talk about them next month. Okay, next month. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you guys liked that. Um, We'll definitely do another new moon video next month. Stay tuned. We might do a full moon. We'll see. Like that's kind of a different energy, so we might check that out soon. We're kind of we're kind of playing this zodiac thing by year. If people are curious about, you know, compatibility with other signs or how to figure out your your rising or your moon or anything like that, you know where to find us. We've told you in every episode a hundred times. Mimosasisterhood <laughs> at gmail.com. Send us send us your complaints, your queries. Your cunt photos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. We we're out of here. Thanks for All tuning right. in. Happy new moon. Happy new moon. Bye. Bye.